Well, hello and welcome to Mike's Our Lab Podcast, episode 163, for the 4th of March, 2018. Uh, we finished off from last week uh, with a, a post from Alex that popped up while I was doing the recording, and that was uh, about an agilent oscilloscope, and he was looking to use it for um, doing sorting out interference on his Arduino-type circuits, and he'd intercepted from we as he said some uh, this a uh, scope but it turns out it's a uh, far too good a scope the suggestion was that he should uh, ebay it and buy something less sophisticated but more suited to his application so what else was going on well i posted the podcast uh no particular feedback about that so obviously everyone's happy uh no particular comments about changes in the using a different version of uh, audacity that i've been doing so last uh, Sunday, then up to Wales for uh, a TTN workshop we were running at an agricultural college uh, near Bangor. It was meant to be a two-day event, but the snow intervened, and unfortunately the second day was cancelled due to the uh, campus being closed. So we've got uh, an extra day um, to to fill uh, later in the month. Um, which is disappointing because it was a long way to uh, to get to North Wales, and it was a particularly long long trip up and back in, in the weather. Um, but we did manage to get together with the Open Energy Monitor people and uh, thank Tristan uh, for taking time with us there. He would have been attending the workshop, but we managed to get a good update on really a very, very successful project. It's amazing. It's coming up for 10 years since they started their open source project and how they've steadily uh, built up um, hardware, a range of hardware, covering a variety of different uh, really horizontal platforms. They had a bit of vertical element in terms of they've got the, the services, the data store, the dashboard, the application, and they had the hardware device at the bottom. A great analogy for what we have with uh, the Things Network and as we go forward. And it they haven't done what so many have, a sort of you know, become a firework, go up and uh, then burst in a, a great bright, array of sparks uh, and then be disappearing either by acquisition which is great for the individuals uh, involved in it or uh, through being perhaps purchased or disappearing uh, a different way and uh, yeah it can be great for for individuals and serial entrepreneurs are the thing of the last decade um, in this it's a, a steady and have uh, kept them a good business which they're building upon uh, as every year goes by and now we're looking at uh, how we can take advantage of their hardware and all the hard work they've done on that side uh, around the original Raspberry Pi and then moving forward with uh, newer platforms for basically helping people manage their energy for economy and sustainability. So leaving that bit of promotion aside, you'll be hearing more news about it. Um, what have we got? We've got looking... Oh, yeah, the Red Ark was on, on Thursday, but that was cancelled due to the snow. It was a shame that was a constructor's evening. They were going to have stuff outside um, and in, in the uh, rugby club. Uh, that would be postponed for another day. Doing some bits and pieces with Reading buses, looking exciting, and uh, bodies of that will be coming along. Then we had a, a meeting about the Smart City uh, competition that's coming up for Reading on the 17th, 18th at, at Grow. A number of uh, teams have been selected. Uh, there was a, a limited number, maximum number of 10 teams to, to be entered. I don't know whether they're full, 
Uh, you could check out uh, Grow or Connect TVT if you're interested then to get a team uh, for a bid uh, to one of the projects for Reading as a smart city. And then today is a Mothering Sunday. I have no mothers left, so uh, that's uh, not uh, my director. Uh, well, don't have. It's just a question of thinking back and looking back at some old photos. Does Reading 21, RDG 21, hashtag on Twitter, a project by a student at the museum to do a collection of pictures on different themes through the uh, month of March. Uh, I started on the 1st. Uh, if you haven't started, there's still time, I think, to start adding some pictures in and help her project. Next week, we'll have the Repair Cafe on Sunday, but also the Smart City. So that's a bit of a clash for me because the Smart City uh, hack hackathon, as, as it isn't, um, will be uh, over the two days on Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully uh, others will be uh, filling in gap. Um, there should be a number of people coming along with furniture, so I need to post something up telling people uh, people might be expecting. People who came along to the last repair cafe who, who went off to, uh, to purchase some bits and pieces should be bringing them along, particularly on the uh, woodworking side. So hopefully they'll get some woodwork repairers uh, helping with some uh, chairs, some garden chairs and some indoor chairs from a couple of visitors we had. Right, so I started off with the group. I've done the uh, podcast and let's go into the main part of posts for this week. So starting off with uh, all the activity in terms of tidying out small machine room for all the work that's going to be done and uh, also in the uh, kitchen. So Gavin posted there's a blue, a small blue drill in the machine room, but basically it seemed that the, uh, the battery was dead and uh, they were going to upgrade it. So claimed by Alex uh, with his... Uh, Project a mini lathe attempt, he says. Uh, that would be interesting to follow along. Lots of inductions going on um, on various days and uh, with new members. Wanted to get to grips. Uh, Victoria with her, her ring uh, project, which should be interesting to see once that gets started. I mentioned the uh, Hacky Races project that uh, Keegan posted up about, part of the Power Wheels US racing series. And uh, Tom reminded... Uh, Keegan, that he still has some mobility schools, for, uh, mobility scooters, not schools, mobility scooters for sale uh, for projects. So, uh, but obviously, if anyone else uh, wants one for parts, then uh, hey, Tom has some. So, hailing up from down under at the moment. And I mentioned the uh, DA brew up, and uh, originally on in November there was a, a survey monkey, and now there's a, a new uh, survey monkey sign up form. And uh, thanks to Andy for posting up a link to that. Unfortunately, it uh, has coincided with the uh, university strike, which is taking place over the next uh, couple of weeks, up, run, run up to Easter. And I think uh, may cause some disruption, but everything is going ahead. And uh, the main organiser has volunteered uh, to do the time outside uh, because of support for everybody that's supporting it externally. So hopefully it should be a really good event and find out exactly some more of the details this uh, next few days. Nico, people wonder about the uh, one laptop per child uh, laptop that was in the uh, cupboard and has now disappeared. It's been taken by uh, David P. On behalf of Frederico, Frederico who, who loaned it to the place, so he has it for space safekeeping if anybody is asking. And Alex generates uh, an interesting uh, set of posts under electronic sense check. He's talking about how to uh, wire uh, 3D printer uh, devices, uh, the motors, the thermistors, the fans, 
and the heaters uh, using uh, different connectors and cable types and concerned about interference between the different functions and uh, the sensors and the actuators and also what type of connectors and as uh, Ben points out problem with using an RJ45 connector for something that's not uh, Ethernet is that people you're just asking someone to plug it into their network and if it has a, un incompatible voltages could, could cause problems. Also uh, considering about how to handle uh, an unplugged situation by putting uh, bias resistors on the uh, MOSFET uh, outputs. So interesting, uh, interesting notes in there if you're doing electronics work worth just having a read through that uh, thread. And I think that's one of the uh, the great things about posting up uh, queries on your, on the forum, it uh, exposes everybody else who have, may have similar questions, even if they hadn't thought of them, now they might uh, come across things in the future that either come back, but also uh, uh, good for thought, uh, as well as for people to uh, put their own two pennies forward. Other people can read uh, that series, and I think that's uh, one of the great R-Lab things. And there was uh, Tony was asking about uh, people helping uh, to do some of the kitchen upgrade I was in in the week, and uh, there was the bits and pieces have been taken out, the fridge has been moved, the microwaves in a new place, um, but uh, so far things aren't on the wall, and I'm not sure the uh, cupboards and things have arrived yet. Um, so there's questions about when when that when will you need a hand building the kitchen? Says uh, uh, Richard R G and. Uh, uh, no no scheduled date for that in this thread. Maybe we'll come to one before I finish the podcast. And I mentioned the 3D filament survey that Tony put up. And uh, Richard RG says, yeah, I have a strong relationship with a 3D filler print and or filer print. And his basic PLA is excellent and great value. So if anyone, well, I guess if anyone wants to take advantage of uh, what Tim knows about it, I mean, what Richard knows about it um, with Tim at 3D Philo Print, which is 3D, numeric 3, D, F, L, I, A, and then the word print. And I think, we, I think Tony's been using ColorFab, if I remember, which is another manufacturer. It's one of the great things that's happened with the 3D printer uh, filaments since we started the original Thames Valley Rep Wrap printer, where we had very little choice and those that those outside the basics were very inconsistent and very difficult to work with now there's a very wide range of different filaments but you still have to consider uh, matching a filament and the actual extruder head and there's quite a variety of those available uh, for retrofitting to older machines as well it's not only single filament but multiple filament too and with these very cold uh, weather I was, we, we were watching the so after a change of code on the uh, Merle um, microbit, it's now correctly showing the uh, negative temperatures until we got into uh, January and the first negative temperatures came into play in the Merle garden since uh, we first deployed the sensor. Um, we didn't realize that uh, handling the minus uh, situation, uh, the code wasn't quite right. And so it didn't, uh, didn't show the right values has been and and able to take advantage of that and now have a graph showing that, uh, that one, one day Mill Garden went down to minus eight, which is really quite surprising given its enclosed uh, place. And now you can see the uh, graph of the temperature having risen over the last few days. 
but uh, also these minus temperatures affecting the hack space and so there's been a fan heater put downstairs near the loose with the doors open uh, on frost setting uh, just to uh, make sure we didn't end up with some frozen pipes and burst pipes even worse and to be interesting i'll have to have a look at uh, what gavin's sensors are showing gavin has uh, temperature sensors around uh, the space but uh, i don't know that we have a access to the dashboard it was on the uh, cams uh, server at one time to follow up on that one just a reminder to self and uh, david our new member says uh, i left my jacket downstairs in the workshop unfortunately i live miles away won't be able to collect it until wednesday um can somebody put it safely i don't uh, please do not hack so <laughs> tony says yeah if it's a grey fleece one, I've hung it up on the coat hooks. <laughs> uh, that's great, yeah. We'll talk about labelling things up, and maybe uh, people need a, a bit of a tape in the back like we used to have uh, as kids with uh, the school gear with your name in it. But maybe also Do Not Hack would be uh, appropriate. We used to have some Do Not Hack stickers at one time. And Mark M says, uh, Unfortunately, I have become that guy. Uh, how would I go about replacing, getting a replacement card? The title of the thread was uh, Lost Access Card. And Gary said, don't worry, it happens and uh, I've disabled your current card. So, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that is one of the things. That's why there was a lot of discussion about what information we should put on, on cards, really, in case they get lost. And, uh, yeah, but... <laughs> I think they're still. I think they're just plain white cards now. I'm not sure exactly what's being issued to uh, new members or whether they're just plain white. They were, the original ones used to have the Hackspace logo on them, but uh, uh, that was considered a, a bit of a, uh, a security risk, I think. So hmm, interesting. Have to think about that a bit. Before I find out what people are being given. And it's interesting to see, uh, but also disappointing in a way. Alexander saying, "I've given up trying to sell uh, some Dexian shelving." And uh, so I'm going to give it away. I had it up on eBay with a, a reserve of £100. Didn't get any bids, obviously. So he said, but the site's having to be cleared. So somebody needs it. They should uh, arrange. And he gave his details uh, for contacting. And Alex says a massive yes, please. So I hopefully imagine he's picked it up now. So, But just seems to indicate that uh, there isn't much demand for uh, second-hand uh, Dexian-type shelving. And I wonder if, if it gives a bit of insight. I know uh, Alexander was working on various commercial projects, whether it was his or somebody he knows. No, no further information in the post. But. And there was a bit of an update again on the um, heat gun and heat shrink uh, question that uh, Jess um, posted a, a few weeks back. Um, Richard RG says, a decent supplier will spec the percentage shrinkage diameter, because that was one of the uh, points that uh, Greg posted last week, that uh, if you buy random sets of uh, heat shrink the amount of shrinkage uh, can vary quite considerably uh, Richard points out that it would normally be about 40 percent ish and he was said I'll try and find out who I got my last supplies from and post the information up so that's a, a helpful uh, contribution from Richard and some more updates from Toby on the Boxford CNC saying last night I ran the first serious part on the Boxford a bracket for Simon's car and he says you can see some pictures on Twitter. So it's still a lot to do, but it really validates we're on the right path and the end is in sight. So that's good uh, good news. And uh, prompts Alex to ask about whether it would be suitable for doing PCB um, milling, what they call isolation milling, basically taking away the uh, copper, leaving the tracks in place. And a uh, question of whether the Shapoko or the uh, Boxford um, don't be thinking that the, the Boxford would be best because of its uh, accuracy 
and then there's some discussion about what people will need uh, to know to use the uh, Boxford and the Shapoko and the tool chain and there's some links to an instructables that uh, Alex found and there's a link to a YouTube video um, from the response from Andy um, and some discussion about the tool chain for them Fusion 360 for the 3D uh, through to Fusion 360 CAM or computer uh, aided manufacturing I think I remember correctly um, as the post processor going into G-code using cnc.js as the controller and a G-code sender for the smoothie board so that tells us technically uh, what's involved and they're the various steps that you should uh, learn if you want to do PCB milling and drilling then you'd use PCB cam to create G-code and then an another app um, oh, create G-code using another app um, D DXF is not enough he says so and also that the uh, speed of the boxwood is not really high enough and that uh, uh, is informed by Andy N who has quite a lot of experience in manufacturing various things and lots of different machine tools has a good machine tool as uh, a workshop himself um, but uh, still finds useful things at the Hackspace to justify him being a member uh, done some really impressive uh, projects in, in the past uh, that I've seen and uh, they used to be on display in the uh, Jackson's Corner when the uh, bike kitchen was there uh, he points to a, a YouTube video showing the use of a floating z-axis as he describes it uh, and the extra high speed of the Shapoko should be uh, should be good enough so quite a bit of information there and then a picture posted up uh, by Toby of uh, Richard and his, um, cleaning up the wiring and fitting some buttons and bits and pieces so uh, great great progress uh, steady progress on that project and Toby also posted up about a tool described as a thingy jiggy uh, sort of like a half a half a spanner has a special hook that locks into the front faceplate of the lathe uh, using the spindle lock to keep the spindle from turning so that's for the record uh, make of lathe if you're if you're using it so that's one of the that's the woodworking lathe isn't it yes um, and he shows a picture of the thing so rather than try and describe it and it's good to see winter diet people asking about the weather conditions and would anyone be in the space well, we big problem for for me was the uh, trains all being screwed up. Um, but people who could walk were there, including uh, Tony. I will be there as usual. Uh, Keegan, who was calling in on his way uh, back from work, and uh, Steve, uh, our, uh, our, our machine tool man. Uh, all, he was there in in the afternoon and early evening, and uh, others. So yeah, apparently, some queries had come in on Facebook about her. Uh, whether it was going to be a, a usual open night and indeed it looks as though it was so that's a that's a, a great and one of the advantages with some of the people just living around the corner from the space and i guess it, thinking about that it's worth commenting that it is a consideration when the space was moved from woodley to and the place was being chosen as a, a new unit uh, being close to the station being in the town for people was debated as to the advantage and disadvantages of it and uh, it I think overall this this shows uh, some of the value of that for any future references and there are a couple of updates to the uh, thread about uh, Tim's machine not doing Windows 7 updates um, said basically he followed some of the guides and it seemed to do the updates and then 
came back and was complaining about not installing updates again. So people are suggesting there might be a bigger problem, particularly around the memory side of BMP power supply and running some tests. And Stuart suggesting maybe come along and uh, let others have a look at it at the Repair Cafe. So uh, Eric finishes off with a list of possible causes and fixes uh, of, of generally Windows computers in general. And uh, there's quite a long list. So if you're interested or can help, check out the Windows 7 not installing updates thread. And the question that comes up fairly regularly is about sourcing different materials, particularly wood. And uh, Sam here is asking about uh, wood sources in Surrey. He says, I live fairly close to Guildford. Uh, where of Surrey timbers? i told they're quite pricey. They also have a lot of exotic woods, but not uh, so many common woods like pine, mahogany, oak uh, in stock. Um, advice appreciated. Uh, Lawrence uh, suggests Arnold Lava. Although not a, there's no link to that, I guess if we Google it, it might turn up. They have off -cut, an off-cuts pile. You can also buy rough sawn stuff much cheaper, he says. If you hand plane it, you can get a mirror-like surface. If you're into machine tools, be aware that Arlap has a planer, but no thicknesser. And then this is corrected by Arthur, who says we do have a thicknesser. It's at the bottom of the planer because it is a planer thicknesser. So a <laughs> bit of a chuckle, but uh, yes, I... I thought that was funny when I read it because Lawrence has done quite a lot of work in the space. So, uh, but even it shows uh, you don't necessarily know. And I guess if he's not doing woodwork, it's something to necessarily come into his uh, his interest. Uh, uh, but it's one of the great things about the uh, threads, and I, I I like to read through and hopefully passing on this information to others as a, just asides is a value too because you might not. Uh, read through all the threads yourself unless you were into the woodworking stuff. Um, but knowing that we've got a thickness and a planer in one machine is, uh, is, is could be useful for the future of uh, talking to other people who might have other projects. And Derek uh, chimes in with, our current favourite is englishwoodlandtimber.co.uk, or one word, and he puts uh, a URL link to that. And they're down in, yeah, they've got a Guildford postcode, Cocking West Sussex. So air-dried oak cladding and a whole load of other bits and pieces. And uh, yeah, great website there with all the details. So English Woodland Timber looks like a, an interesting site to visit. If you have any interest in different woods and different species, ash, beech, cedar, cherry, Douglas fir, elm, larch, maple, oak, plain, sweet chestnut, sycamore, walnut, and many more. And part of the clear out, Tony posts pictures of books available, uh, various ones, Ubuntu hacks, Java, Linux, as you can see, and a whole load of other ones. Check out the pictures. Part of the ongoing improvements, he says, we're clearing out various stuff, including books from the break room. Um, photos above. Help yourself if you think any of these Books will be replaced by a more curated library later in the year once the kitchen is in and finished. Any leftover books not claimed by March the 14th will be donated by chari to charity. So, uh, yeah, so check out the list there and uh, grab grab what, you, what you're interested in. I think you might be interested in in the future. <laughs> and an interesting thread from uh, Keegan saying... I have managed to crack my beloved RoboCup and need to glue him back together. Anyone recommend a food-safe adhesive? And he says, I've been searching for one, getting an awful lot of false positives, worried about that using the wrong one. So um, there's various suggestions coming in, including uh, silicon sealant, uh, master, masterbond.com, 
food safe adhesives uh, link uh, from Luke um, RG Richard RG pointing out silicon is not an adhesive but they can find a, an epoxy that might be suitable and puts a link there Andy H from the US uh, pointing to a live packer use milk to repair your cracked china and Tony pointing a link copy of a Japanese fix it with gold copy a broken a pot copy the Japanese oh yeah that's the name of the link fix it with gold and uh, explained by uh, Richard RG who says yes the art of enhancing a break or feature you can't if you can't hide it make a point of it and apparently that's called kintsugi and uh, Keegan says yes that's what I was thinking of doing so yeah some interesting uh, points in the posts there in the thread if anyone has any other suggestions about repairing a beloved RoboCup then uh, look at a food safe glue a thread and another thing that our lab does in the threads is help answer questions sometimes uh, in a better way than uh, you might find by uh, Google I'm not a regular user of Fusion 360 and I may be overlooking something obvious, uh, says Alex. Um, I want to do a sort of cut and shut of a car, ex expanding its width without changing the geometry of individual parts, basically is summarizing what he says. Uh, Toby says there's many different ways of doing it. Um, have you tried using the design history to see if you can change the design? And yeah, it's useful to note that this is a, a design that's been forwarded to Alex from somebody else as a, a step file i don't know exactly what that format means that i'm not using fusion 360 myself anyway he posts up um having how he managed to get it to work in a better way than he expected he says um what i did is i thickened the outside walls and then thinned them from the in from the inside out and this did a better job than i had been intending to as i had as i was expecting it to screw up the screw holes as it were um summarizing what he says um, but uh, it didn't. It uh, did an intelligent job of moving the various objects, resizing and moving the various objects. So, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So, if you're using 360 and you have a similar thing, then that's a, a great thread to bear in mind. And I think this very morning there is a, a lathe induction being taken undertaken uh, by uh, Derek with a, a minimum of a of Sam going on. So, uh, that and it's good that the uh, snow has cleared today. And perhaps I mentioned for those who listen to the podcast or who aren't in the area, as I know there's a variety of people who uh, follow on the Google group, but also uh, listen to the podcast. So we had a, a very snowy week this week. You'll have seen, I'm sure, a lot of the snow in the news. Um, but the uh, Reading wasn't so affected by vast quantities of snow, but has been affected by uh, the rail problems uh, traveling down to Gatwick the line had a cracked rail and uh, so that's been out of action and to Waterloo various electrical problems due to the very cold temperatures and uh, but the buses have kept going uh, most of the time uh, certainly up through to late although the other day they were being diverted down the motorway rather than down uh, through Wokingham to Bracknell uh, in the evening uh, most of the time they've been the most reliable way of getting about and transfer car wise people have been getting out into various parts a bit further out from reading and then getting terribly stuck particularly basing so it seemed to be a particularly um place suffering particularly badly on the roadside of things yeah so a bit of a backstory in this uh rather uh 
uh, cryptic, not so much cryptic really, to the member who was sewing a bag on the patch and I brought in the singer and it's under the Shapoko, says Ian. So, yeah, sir. There were two sewing machines. There is a patcher machine, which is great if you want to try and do uh, things like shoes where you're rotating them around and doing very uh, with a very small um, sewing area. Uh, very easy to handle for that sort of thing. Not so great for doing long lengths where you want a, a better uh, pl- a platform. And the second machine, machine uh, does have that, but they're both um, treadle-powered, uh, designed around leather uh, and to do heavier materials. Um, we did have a, a, a regular electric sewing machine. I think that's been returned to Malcolm now as that was in the small machine room. I haven't seen it all cleared out now, so it must have been taken back. Um, but uh, obviously a small singer. And if similar jobs want to be done and you don't want to do them yourself, then consider the repair cafe as we have a couple of people who are uh, expert sewers and they bring their machines along and help people do various repairs on those types of items and a further query from alex and uh, about how to get inside having been used a uh, uh, open scad you can just zoom straight in and you go through the walls how do you do it with a uh, fusion 360 and he posts up a reply saying i it defaults to orth- orthographic orthographic re- uh, view i switched to perspective and got the behavior i was looking for tony points out that should have used inspect stroke uh, through the main uh, section analysis so under the menu inspect look at section analysis which allows you to cut away part of the models blocking the view he says uh, and this is a this is a reply to the question that i had posted up last night chaff and check my emails yet if anyone is interested i'm running a missing maps mapathon says stuart but when i looked on the uh, on the eventbrite uh, yesterday which is why i emailed uh, stuart it said that the event had already finished selling tickets uh, maybe it just hadn't opened up. And, uh, so 20th of March and the 17th of April. And I've also done a blog post as to why. And so there's links there about Reading Missing Maps. Basically, it's a project to try and help uh, emergency and disaster relief um, by completing areas of open street map with details which are significant but are not collected up. Uh, in the regular course of map updating, as is done in many populated places. So, um, yeah, so that's great. I'll have to check check to see what that is. It's going to be run in uh, in Reading. Uh, the first one certainly is at the uh, White Building, say on the twentieth of March. Which I would have loved to have gone to, but I think I'm going to be uh, in a in a workshop that day myself. Um, but seventeenth of April, second, second date. So that's uh, great. I shall put that one in the calendar. And I mentioned uh, Radark and uh, their their last event wasn't going to go ahead. Um, but the next one is on Thursday the 8th of March at the Woodford Park Leisure Centre in Woodley, uh, starting at 8. A talk entitled A Death Raise of Fact or Fiction by Peter Butcher, who previously gave a talk on emergency communications planning. So down to the last few posts for this week. Exciting March Hacking Challenge from Tony. The Humpty Hacking Challenge and the Surprise Egg Challenge. With a, a serious uh, number of puns involved in the posts. So if you want more details, check out the uh, two posts and uh, posters, I guess, uh, with all the details on them in Exciting March Hacking Stroke Making Challenges. And last but not least... 
query about cutting a large slate tile about 12 mil thick to use as a splashback in the kitchen. Ideally, I want to cut a curve in the top to make a semicircle or cut two lines to make a semi-octagon, it says. Um, anyway, advise about a method. Um, Gavin mentions, and I think we talked about it a while back, about his acquiring a wet blade tile cutter um, which he used for his project and he said that would be available um, but as Steve points out they uh, have trouble making nice curves with that um, but you can get uh, diamond grit blades for jigsaw apparently and Ian says yes he thought he saw a carbide jigsaw blade uh, in the blade box that would work and I had a thought about there used to be something called an abrophile which was like a very thin um, uh, wire but with a that was abrasive and um, could be used for doing that sort of thing, similar to um, similar to a scroll saw sort of blade. But uh, that isn't mentioned there, so I was asked about that myself. You might be of interest in the future and for others. So that's it for this week. Lots of uh, good information in the uh, posts and threads this week of interest. No mention of snow. So for now, uh, this is Mike the Bee signing off. <laughs>